This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say? It's podcast time. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. A nice little gloomy Tuesday for you, sir. Uh, you meaning the weather-wise outside? No, I meant the feel of the show this morning. Oh, it was the not, program. Just kidding, yes. The, the rain outside. Today. The rain outside. Jerry, a big thing that came up uh, today on the program, and you took a beating for on Twitter, and I, and I, you know, sometimes in here, there's a lot of voices. Everyone's talking on top of each other. Eddie's playing drops. You don't fully get to explain yourself. Uh, perhaps your stuff was taken out of context. We were talking about the Geo revealed he goes to therapy on a regular basis. And uh, based on the uh, Twitter comments that I've read, people were not happy at your take on therapy. First of all, everybody can hmm, relax. Relax. Number one. That's better than die, which I think (laughs) you were going to go with. I was not going to say that. Okay. Come on. Everybody needs to just chill out. Chill out. We're doing it here. We're having fun. Fun show. Number one. All right. Number two. You got to go to therapy and go to therapy. I am not here to judge you. I don't care what you do in your life. Do All what's right. best for you. Right. What I found interesting, as I said on the show, was the reason why he was going to therapy. It wasn't that he comes from a divorced family. It wasn't that his wife broke up with him. It wasn't any physical ailments. It was essentially... That he's having great success and he doesn't understand why he wakes up in a bad mood. Right. Now, that might be simplifying it, but when you break it down, that's exactly what he said. So, yes, I was surprised that, all right, you want to go to therapy a little bit for that. I Fine. The fact that he has gone to therapy for a year and a half, once a week. Right. Because he doesn't understand why he's not happy with his life and all the success he's having. I found surprising. I see. Nothing against going to therapy. People that have issues in their life, it was his reasoning. Right. If you don't understand that, what can I tell you? Okay. Fair enough, Jerry. And I thought, honestly, I really thought that first hour we did it was fun. It was light. It was all good. Right. Until these idiots on Twitter take things just so, listen, we all have issues. Fine. Chill out. People were attacking you, Jerry. You felt. No, I mean, listen, there's a, there's a handful of them, sure. I just don't understand why everybody takes everything so damn serious. We're doing a radio show. We're having mm-hmm. fun. Entertainment, Jerry. Yes. Is now, is there say. some basis to truth of it all? Yeah, of course there is. Otherwise, right. it, we'd be just lying to you. Mm-hmm. But relax. We're all friends. It's all, well, I don't know if we're friends, but we're all colleagues. It's all good. We oftentimes uh, around here over the years, we've always talked about who on the staff is angriest. That's yes. something we, we have fun with in the office. I would say going the opposite way, who on the staff is happiest. Now, we don't know him that well, but I would put Gio on that list. Right now, he is for sure. I mean, he is in a honeymoon phase. Would you not agree with that? With us? Yeah. I mean, with the show, he's only a couple weeks in. That's We're three true. weeks into the show. 
I think, at least my opinion, you know, the first couple of days were weird, as any new show would be. Yes. But if you asked me how things are going after almost a full three weeks, I'd say pretty damn good. Right. So if you're him and you get in the car at 1030 or 11 o'clock to make your 700-mile ride home back to wherever he lives or it's far, you've got to feel pretty good about yourself. Right. So, yeah, I don't think there's any reason for him not to be in a good mood. I think, you know, we can all have fun, but I think the moods actually around here have been pretty good. Very good. Based on what we've been through over the last six months and where we are now, I think every, I think Boomer's been in a great mood. Eddie still thinks the end of the world is coming next week, but Soon. he's been in a good mood. You have been you. I'm always in a terrific mood. Bob always likes telling fun stories. Right. So it's been all, it's fun, fine. All good. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Gio, at least one other time brought up that he uh, was in therapy, but Boomer blew over it and took a call. Two other times. Two other times. Yes, as if he didn't even hear it. So today it finally took. Yes. Which I enjoyed. I engaged him in the conversation. Oh, you brought it back up. Yes. So you were in here, you heard him say that he goes to therapy, and you, instead of ignoring it. And one person on Twitter said when he first mentioned he went to therapy, your reaction was just ignorant and disgusting. Yours meaning? Perhaps. But it was also to get Boomer to hear it. Got so it. So he could tell the story. Got it. So, and this uh, one other, and I'm not going to do this again. Well, right, I Jerry. probably will. There's a big difference between being angry and defensive and then going on the offensive. Okay. I am the latter. I am tired of mistruths and crap being said. And for that cop to tell Gio to come slap me in the head, go away, dude. A police officer said that. Come on, man. That. We've got your back all the time. What was that? A retired detective God who goes damn. to therapy was upset with you I'm and telling you, told man. Gio to smack you in the head. I go home, I play wiffle ball every day with my kids. You do? I'm pretty happy. Things are good. Do you th- Basketball. Do you think that uh, because you are, your home life is so happy that perhaps here people think you're not happy? Well, what is the difference between a guy like, you know, Evan spewing venom at the Mets... A guy like Joe coming in on a Monday after a football game where his veins are about to explode because he's just yelling and angry and miserable. The difference between any one of these guys that does a show, why is it when I give a sports opinion, as I did for four months, and it's spirited, and why does that make you angry as opposed to passionate about the topic you're talking about? Right. What's the difference? You tell me. Well, I You're would a radio lifer. I would say for Evan, it's hard to see Evan as a... Um, as a like Evan, when I see Evan, I see fun, happy-go-lucky guy. Okay, right. So when he's spewing about sports, it still seems somewhat, so you don't take him seriously. Somewhat funny. <laughs> I take him. I take him seriously in his knowledge. Sure. Of no, no, but you don't take the venom seriously. I don't take the venom seriously. Got it. Joe is an older man who Joe's been like this since I've known him in his forties. But he seems angry at the Jets. Sure. Angry at the Mets. Right. But around here, he's sure talking to the to the folks. He does talk to the folks. The sales folks, sure. Jerry, that sort of thing. Uh, so maybe that's why. I don't know. Very interesting, though. Uh, stupid is what I think. All right. Or stupid. What else did I want to bring up to you? I had what else? some other item. Um, Boomer brought up this, uh, this TV show that CBS is doing around... Uh, between now and the, I think it's actually this Thursday. Okay. Where they have NFL players. 
Oh, is it the talent show at or home? Like that? Yeah, doing a talent that they have. They, they have the uh, Tucker, the kicker on the uh, Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's an opera. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. We've played some of his opera before. He's an opera singer. Yeah, we've yes. played it. Yeah. Uh, other guys play piano. Other guys do tricks with their dogs. If we were doing a similar thing, what do you think? Like they said, oh, uh, the Boomer and Geo, they're going to be doing a talent show. Uh, Jerry, you'll be participating. What would be your talent? What would you? Uh, what would yours be? The piano? I guess I would try to attempt to play the piano, though. With anyone looking at me, I'm not very good at it. Like I do not perform well in front of right, but, others. I mean, there's a lot of things I'd like to do that I'm not going to do well. Right. What would you do that you? I, do I guess well? I would do that, but I would really prep one song. All right, then I would sing Sinatra. You would do a Sinatra, but it song. probably wouldn't be great. But it, you would prep it and Sinatra, my way. You would do my way. Yeah. For the talent show. Sure, what the hell. All right. I wonder what and Boomer's... now, the end is near. I could do that. I wonder what Boomer's talent would be. Throwing footballs. Well... Into a tire. <laughs> He's very good at that. But you can't... Like, this show on Thursday night better not have football players throw quarterbacks <laughs> throwing... Justin Tucker kicking 60-yard yeah, field goals. Yeah, we know that's your skill. <laughs> like, Geo plays the guitar. Right. Now, if you... We're kicking 60-yard field goals. Right. That would be something. Here's my talent. I can somehow kick 60-yard field goals. I like that. That would be something. That would be cool. All yeah, right. I got nothing. No talent. Aside from, no, other than what I do for a living. Right. I mean, yeah, it would be, I'd sing Sinatra. There okay. If I could only play that on the piano, Jerry, we could. A duet. Do an act together. <laughs> All right. I have a couple items here, but I haven't read them. <laughs> I read a couple of them earlier okay. today. All right, so let me do those. Please. Two of them involve uh, excrement, unfortunately. Excrement? Excrement. Oh, that means. Human excrement, uh, waste, uh, poop. Oh, God. I warned you. There's two of them. Just for the record. Yes. I exercised yesterday and played basketball. I oh. feel like my body aged 40 years. That's what I wanted to ask Everything you. Everything hurts me. Dude. That was it. Are we going to do the push-up, 100 push-up challenge? Do yeah, you want to get that started? Yes. I just need you to send me the link to exactly how All we right. do it, and then you tell me what the start date is. Let's go. Okay. Well, let's. how about today? Uh, all you have to do, Jerry, and then come is in. max out. Is come in with this information tomorrow. When you go home, do as many push-ups as you can do in a row. Okay. So it's Good one ones. time. As many as you can do. Right, but you got to do good quality ones. Sure. Don't be afraid to come in here tomorrow, Jerry, with a lower number. A lower number than what? Than you think it's you gonna should. be. I'm telling you it's going to be a low number. It's not going to be any more than 35. That's a, according to this. That's a high starting number? Starting this program, that's a higher number. I did 37, and I was actually, I, was, I thought that was bad. All right. And then if the podcast listeners want to follow along with us, uh, everyone today... Uh, max out on the amount of push-ups you can do in one setting. Like, okay. You you can't stop it. It's one set. Right. How many can you do? Got it. Write that number down, and then tomorrow we'll we'll approach day two. Done. Which is, which is an off day. Can I? May I get to uh, tomorrow? Will be an off day. <laughs> You're gonna max out today, one set, and then tomorrow we're all gonna relax. Sounds good. All right. Yep. You're gonna get into this slowly. I've got to get back into working out, Jerry. I'm not sure. What, what's the number? You haven't you haven't done anything in six weeks. What would you say you'll do? Thirty. Okay, I think that'd be good. I'd be happy with thirty. Yeah, so would I if I did thirty. I guess. All fine. right. <laughs> Al, seventeen. You'd be looking at me like seventeen. You lied. No, I didn't lie. <laughs> I got fat and old. <laughs> 
Uh, Jerry, may I get to my excrement stories? Hey, I got all day. Uh, let's see. Where is this story from, Jerry? I want to uh, get this. Florida. Uh, that's always a good start. Uh, something, someplace called Slidell. Can you Google it, Jerry? See where Slidell is? S-L-I-D-E-L-L. Slidell. I wish they S L I D E L L. Yeah, just I just like to know what state that's in, so I know what we're dealing with here. Louisiana. Jerry. Louisiana. Yes. Uh, let's see. A suspicious package. Oh, there it is. Showed up at a New Orleans post office, New Orleans area post office. Jerry, a man brought in a big box into the post office and set it down. When they, as you've brought stuff to post office these days, they'll say, is there any liquids in here? Is there any this in mm-hmm. here? Did you package this yourself? The man uh, looked uncomfortable and ran out of the post office. Wow. So as you could imagine, Jerry, police were called. Bomb squad was called because people were quite nervous as to what was in this package. In that Small little Sladell. Why would you get nervous of that? You know what I mean? I would think there was a bomb in the box. Well, but if the guy just said, uh, if they went, uh, Jerry, is there liquid in here? No. Did you package this yourself? Yes. Like, are those really going to throw people off? Uh, evidently, it, it did. Well, it the inexperienced ones. The inexperienced um, troublemakers. Yeah, well, uh, when authorities arrived with the bomb squad and they opened up the package, they found uh, 70 pounds of human waste in the box the man had the 70 pounds of human waste addressed to a federal agency in louisiana the irs uh, did not say in particular he was the sladell area resident not named was taken to a hospital for mental evaluation you think yeah he went there at 4 p.m carrying a large box When they questioned him about the package, he ran away, but left the box. Police were called. Streets around the post office were blocked off, Jerry. And at about 7 p.m., three hours later, the cops found out that it was a box of excrement. That is horrendous. So he had to be saving that up. Do you think it's all his? Maybe dog poop? It said human. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. You get a nice ranch for a buck sixty-nine In Slidell? In Slidell, yeah. Really well, nice. How many uh, bedrooms? Uh, four. Give four me bedrooms, bedrooms, bedrooms and bad. pricing. All right, so here, I'll give you this one. This is a good Slidell. one. I like this one. So this is for two ninety-nine. Okay, $299,000, Slidell, outside of New Orleans. You get a four-bedroom, two-bathroom, 2,300-square-foot house. Wow. For two ninety nine, that is awesome. We got a garage on there. Two car garage. Two car. Two car. Does garage. it look like a modern house? I don't like these yeah. old homes. No, Jerry. no, it, it definitely does. Never this know. One's, this one's really nice. Two fifty two. This is this looks like this was built. I would say in the last ten years. I like that. Two car garage. Two hundred fifty two thousand dollars. Four bedrooms. Three bathrooms. Eighteen hundred and thirty five square feet. All right. That's a nice looking house. That sounds wonderful. We should move to Slidell. Wonderful Slidell. And you want to do the show over an ISDN line? Uh, from Slidell? Dude, you got to see this one. And then I'm All done. All right. 
third house in Again, Slidell. This feels bedroom. like house hunters. This is 120 Casey Street in Slidell, Louisiana. Oh, all right. Asking price, two forty-five. You're welcome for the free advertising for your house. Four bedrooms, two baths, 1,900 square feet, built in 2003. I like that. Two-car garage. This is a really nice house. Hmm. I'm looking at the pictures. All we right. should move to Slidell. Together? Dude, this is gorgeous, dude. If you want to move together, All um, right. let's see. You and Gina get one bedroom. Kim and I get a bedroom, and then the boys get their each get their bedroom. Then we need five right. bedrooms. Then five bedroom home. Yeah, although my yeah my boys could share a room for now. All right, in Slid- tell them the good news, Slidell, Louisiana. Slidell, Louisiana. We're on our way. Jerry Villagers in India had a large piece of uh, uh, a large thing fell from the sky. They thought it was perhaps a piece of an asteroid, perhaps a piece of a UFO, perhaps it was a space rock. All I know is the villagers went running around. They each took a piece of this chunk of thing that fell from the sky, Jerry. Turned out it was a frozen feces that fell out of an airplane. I'm sorry, what? Frozen feces. That fell out of an airplane. You know, airplane bathrooms. When it's up in the high atmosphere, Jerry, it's very cold. How does it, it fall out of the plane, Al? It fell out of the plane. How? How? Explain how it fell yes. out of the plane, Jerry. I mean, last thing I checked, they don't empty that over the ocean. Right. right? They don't open the hatch and say, there it goes. Right. So how does a poop log fall through the atmosphere? Well, this article, Jerry, says it is not unheard of. For human waste to crash to the earth from overhead passenger yes, jets. Yes, it is. What are you talking about? How old are you? I'm a 48. You ever been hit in the head with some frozen poop? I've not. Okay. Luckily. I mean, give me a break. It's not common. But we have regulations here. I don't know what's going on in India if they have FAA regulations right, like we do. they're still called villages and not towns. Yeah. And... Like here, we, we are very careful with their airplanes. It says airplane toilets are designed to be emptied on the ground in between flights. However, very occasionally, urine and feces forms around the plane's overflow outlet, turning icy as the craft cruises at high altitudes. The craft craps? Blocks of this uh, feces then fall from planes, but mostly break up before reaching Earth. Sometimes they don't break up. So just be careful, Jerry. Remember, imagine it's not a UFO. Could you imagine someone shows up with a black guy? You show up at a party. What the hell happened? You get into a fight? Yeah, a piece of frozen poop got me right in the face. Frozen? Like, you're still full of crap. Yes, yes, I was actually. I was hit in the head with frozen feces from an airplane. <laughs> the villagers—they were all. I can't ex- believe that's a true story. They were all excited about it. They thought they had gotten some sort of asteroid. By the way, if I thought an asteroid fell to Earth, I wouldn't touch that. No. I don't know what. Run the other way. Right. Yeah, I, whatever. What radioactive stuff am I touching? There it came are from some outer people space. that are just adventurous and yes. curious. And Indian they villagers. learn and know. I'm not one of those people. Me neither. I'm kind of good with the way life is right now. Me too, Jerry. Let the aliens come when I'm dead. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. That's it? All right. The warm-up show is next. It was terrific today. It was good today. It was very good. A lot good. of good topics. Great topics, Jerry. So? Yeah.
The Warm-Up Show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good morning and a very good Tuesday to you. This portion sponsored by Staples. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, the big news around here is the Pat Shermer thing is uh, official, Jerry. He nah. is the head coach of the Giants. Yes. Um, I don't want to spoil anything or just, just really more of a preview, but uh, Eddie and I uh, sang a new Pat Shermer jingle. That, nice. That will debut. So it's not a song. It's just a hook. It's just a hook. Jerry, uh, millennials, this is the year 2018. They don't want full songs. Have you seen our just audience? hooks. Okay. How so? What do you mean? Uh, is our audience millennials? Millennials. Or guys like us? Well, it's mostly, well, I'm a millennial. We are? So we're millennials? Well, you're not, but in some ways I am thinking younger, you feeling younger. 48. But I don't get caught up in the details, I don't Jerry. think you're a millennial. One of the other things, though, it's kind of going to get overlooked on this uh, because Pat Shermer is going to just dominate the local uh, New York football news, Jerry, is that the Jets are promoting quarterbacks coach Jeremy Bates yeah. to offensive coordinator. Now, I did some digging on Mr. Jeremy Bates, and by that I mean I read the article in the newspaper. <laughs> and it said uh, he was out of football for four years before the Jets – uh, hired him as quarterback. Yeah, that was coach. a story when he came back. Yeah, what was he doing? I have no idea. Finding himself. I would love to know what he wasn't. Was Frank doing. Reich out of football for several years. Yeah, like what do these guys do though? I don't know. It'd be like Jerry's been out of radio, TV for five years. I'd love to know like where was he working? That really intrigues you. Was I mean, Jeremy? It's not like he lost his interest or knowledge of football, right? And he's a young guy. He's only forty-one. Yeah. Or was he slinging coffees uh, I don't know. somewhere? Why don't we try and get him on, and we can find out. Book him in to see what was going yeah, why on. Why not? See if you get Jeremy Bates in studio. Uh, Jer- what were Jeremy you Bates. doing? Where were you? Right. Then I loved this part also about Jeremy Bates, who's going from quarterback's coach to offensive coordinator. The Jets are also thinking, Jerry, of hiring a run game coordinator. You know, it's funny you say that because I saw the Cowboys. I have never heard of this before. The Cowboys hired a defensive passing game coordinator. What the hell is that? Didn't the Cowboys have a weird sort of uh, offensive guy as well? Yeah, they have all sorts of these different category coordinators. It's like, you know how many guys are on staff now on an NFL team? A lot of guys, Jerry. So think back when you were a child back in the 40s. Well, And there were probably, what, six coaches on staff? Right. And now it's like, my guy's going to be 20 guys. Maybe more. It was just Tom Landry. And my uh, my childhood memories, Jerry, is that Tom Landry made all the calls on the field. Uh, well, perhaps, but he did have coaches. He had assistants. Although, to be honest, not I, this many. when I was a kid, I just assumed Roger Stahlbeck went in the huddle, said run or pass, and he looked for someone open. <laughs> I didn't know they had all these diagram Just plays. run to the Chevy, hook a left. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bounce it off the, the telephone pole. Probably football more fun back then. I feel like, though, uh, a run game coordinator, Jerry, is a job that they could post onto the regular jet job board and let regular people... So put that on Monster.com, if yeah. that's even still a thing these days. Indeed.com, Indeed. I think, Dot is the com, new thing. That's yeah. it, yes. I mean, I guess I'm applying. I would love to just show up at uh, over there in Florham Park where the Jets uh, facilities are. Resume in hand. <laughs> yeah, in my in my resume holder, which I used to uh, carry, which was the leather-bound resume holder. Never had suit. one of those. Oh. And I'd say, uh, yes, I'm here to apply for the run game coordinator. Well, why don't you, when we're at Florham Park in the summer, why don't you apply for a job? 
No, but I want to be you... run run game coordinator. Why? What's so great about the run game coordinator? I'd be like this. Uh, my meetings with Jeremy Bates would go like, "What if we did this, Jeremy? Run up the middle, and then every once in a while, pitch out." He'd be like, "All right, I'm considering you for my run game coordinator." He's actually not. All right. Great idea, Al. But you're right, though. All these guys are getting very specific. So not only does the head coach, like a Todd Bowles, have a staff, his staff has a staff. It's really amazing. So Jeremy Bates, as offensive coordinator, will have a QB coach. Right. A run game coordinator. Right. A passing game coordinator. Yeah, right. I'd go go to uh, uh, Woody Johnson's brother, Chris Johnson. I'd be like, uh... I'm going to also need a passing game coordinator. Then I'll manage those guys. It's true. And do and, it that way. And on defense, you got secondaries coaches. Yes. you got linebacker coaches. You have, how about this, defensive interior tackle coaches and defensive end coaches. Like, the Cowboys brought in Leon Lett just to work with the defensive ends. Yeah. Like, come on. I always feel like that's just to keep those guys busy. Like, they're probably not paying Leon Lett. No, he's being paid. He's on the staff. Handsomely, Jerry, would you say? And he was a good say? player, so why wouldn't he be All paid right. for his services? All right. Hey, remember last year uh, after the Super Bowl, Tom Brady's jersey was stolen? Yes, I do. And you were fascinated by that Fascinated story. by yes. it. It turned out to be a uh, pseudo-journalist, Jerry, right. who uh, stole the jersey, took it right out of the locker room. Well, the NFL has promised that players' uh, items especially game-worn items, are going to be super protected this year. Super protected. <laughs> that means... What does that be... mean? They're going to have uh, jersey coordinators now? Yes. It means game-worn stuff, Jerry, is going to be so... Their, their their eyes are going to be on it. They're going to have cameras on it at all times. You know, they'll need the cameras because you see what a field looks like when that game's over. Yes. It's a mess. No more. You can't keep track of 70 guys. Oh, they're keeping track of 70 yes. guys and the things they wore on the field. I suppose. So, good luck. There'll be another good job for you on Indeed.com. Uh, Jersey tracker. Jersey coordinator. Right. <laughs> Game-worn equipment coordinator. <laughs> Why the hell not? I would like to and do did that. Did you see, speaking of the Super Bowl... Did you see this Jeannie Bouchard story? Jeannie Bouchard, she's the tennis player? Yes, who got the date after last year when the kid on Twitter said, if the Patriots come back, will you go out with me for a night? And she said yes. They showed up at the Nets game, went through with it, and then they showed up with Twitter photos in December, it looks like, in her apartment. So this was a rando dude on Twitter. Yes. Tweets at Jeannie Just Bouchard. Just fun. Tweeted at Jeannie Bouchard, hey, because I guess she was hating on the Patriots or okay. kind of, you know, saying the Falcons had won. Hey, what if the Patriots come back? Would you go out on a date with me? And she said yes. And she followed through with it. And they have since seen each other again. Oh. So, and I think it was NFL Canada or something. I don't even NFL know. Canada, Jerry? Something like that. I guess they've got some division up there. They actually have, yes, they have dating game coordinators who put out to Jeannie Bouchard a challenge or a question or whatever, would you like to go? And they tagged her and him, and they're both in. So now they're going to go on a Super Bowl trip. They're going to go to Minnesota? Yes. Hmm. I think you should book her for Boomer and Geo. Uh, for Radio Row. Yes. Jeannie Bouchard. At the mall. I say we booked that kid she's dating. No, no, Jeannie he's Bouchard. The, Why he's do you want the no, story. No. A guy randomly... Well, she's a famous tennis player who right. makes millions of dollars and said, yes, that's the story. Right, but I'm saying, this guy randomly hit up uh, a tennis so player. So how about both of them? See, that's a that's a lesson uh, for people on Twitter. Instead of uh, being angry and uh, yelling mean things to celebrities on Twitter, ask them for dates. It may work out.
I hear Rick and Run Konkama would like to take you to a movie. Well, I'm taking Jerry. <laughs> uh, did you see the? Uh, we we heard this story, Jerry, about the Eagles fan who punched a horse. Remember <laughs> yeah. a police horse? I did. Yes. Well, it turns out there was a uh, second incident of a guy also punching a horse. Did Peter King get involved? Uh, no, Peter King. But the Peter guy, King, the guy who punched the horse, then punched the policeman mm. in the face as well. So that didn't end well for I him. I wouldn't think so. As it shouldn't have. Um, but then the other famous person that came out of this Eagles um, pregame, postgame celebration. The guy running for the train. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the Philadelphia subway who was running. He wasn't running. It turns out he wasn't running for the train. He was excited that uh, a train full of Eagles fans was moving. So he went to run alongside them and hit the pole. Which, by the way, the internet has... Every imaginable angle. Of course. Everyone was there's filming. cameras all... Well, and there's also cameras in the subway. It's yeah. really tremendous. It's almost like a um, an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way he's running. <laughs> right into the pole. Now, he is okay. He has spoke to the press, I like Jerry. that people actually go find him. They found him. Did anybody go find the kid that had the bloody face? No, that was the... The kid with the bloody face photographed by NJ.com. That was the guy that punched the, the cop? The horse and the cop. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Which is why I he ended up. it was a up, different kid. How, how drunk and loaded do you have was, to be to punch a cop and a horse? He was drunk and loaded, Jerry. What a moron. Uh, now, this guy who hit into the pole was really not causing trouble. In fact, uh, he, when he spoke to the press, Jerry, he said, quote, I'm not throwing bottles or punching horses, just running into poles. Or carrying signs that say blank Millie. Right. We got to take a break. Exactly, this portion Jerry. brought to you by Staples. Staples has great prices on the office items you use most for your business, like paper, ink, and toner. Saving money equals savings in the bottom line. Visit staples.com for more Staples. It's pro time. We're back with Boomer and Geo on the fan next. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by Walgreens. The Milwaukee Bucks fired head coach Jason Kidd. We know Pat Shermer is the new head coach of the Giants. Also, the Red Wings shut out the Devils and the Coyotes beat the Islanders in overtime 3-2. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. Switch your Medicare Part D prescription to Walgreens and start saving today with co-pays as low as $0 on select plans with Tier 1 generics. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Got about a minute and a half, Al Dukes. Are you a generic drug kind of guy, Jerry? No, you, you don't. You not don't trust the generics. Of, I do not. I, do. I don't even trust, like, you know, I need Advil. Right. Or not Tylenol. Me. I don't want the generic acetaminophen. Now, sometimes Eddie will give that to me, but his is like, like extra power in it, and I'll give yeah. you three of them. I always like in the, when the stores have, when the stores name the drugs, their generic drugs, sort of their stores. So, like Walgreens. Right. It'll be like, I uh, get pick me up a bottle of Walbuprofen. <laughs> it's true. You're right? right. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Jerry, um, you know, NBC has the Super Bowl this year, but Bob Costas. He's a dope MC, I heard. He is. He is not on the coverage. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? And a lot of people think it's because of this quote. He said about football a couple months back, this game destroys people's brains. Well, no one wants that when we're trying to enjoy a <laughs> that, Super Bowl, That was Jerry. also, though, wasn't that to an audience in like a private setting, in an interview setting? Like, I didn't think that was on TV or anything, was it? 
Well, maybe he was in a bit. Jerry, everything's on the internet these days. If he said it well, in a setting of, a, of like maybe he was doing a speech to people. That's, I believe, what it was. Yeah, They right. are going to donate their brains after they're dead. Yep. Tom Brady leads the New England Patriots into Super Bowl 52.